0: Hello, Winnipeg. Hello, Manitoba and Blue Bomber fans around the world joining us on 680 CGOB or CGOB.com. Greg Macklin, Christian O'Mell with you. We are live at IG Field, home of the 12-time Great Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers celebrating the Blue Bombers' second consecutive Great Cup championship. Christian, Welcome. Great, Thank you, to, Greg. Great to see you. Great to be with we you. We don't.
1: We don't spend much time together anymore.
0: This is uh, something that we never imagined doing in December at any point in time. But here we no. are on a December evening in Winnipeg outdoors celebrating the Grey Cup champions.
1: It was a very cold West Final last time I was in this stadium, and the fact that it's a little misty and minus two. It's probably best-case scenario for December 15th, isn't it?
0: I would say you're correct. So just to paint a little bit of a picture for you, the lower bowl is starting to fill up with fans. Most of them, of course, dressed in blue and gold. Some of that compromised somewhat by outer gear because it is a little bit windy tonight. It is a winter winter night after all, but it's mostly blue and gold. The drum line is entering now. There is a stage just to the north of Centre Field. There's a bench for dignitaries. There are trucks lined up for the players that will get paraded around this field. And we're getting ready to celebrate the Winnipeg Football Club, their success in 2021 here at IG Field. And our own Bob Irving will be the master of ceremonies. We will hear from a variety of dignitaries, Arlen Dumas, the Grand Chief, We will hear from Mayor Brian Bowman, of course, Heather Stephenson, the Premier of Manitoba, Kyle Walters, the General Manager of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Wade Miller, I can see him, President and CEO of the Winnipeg Football Club, and it's the players, Christian, Mm -hmm. that these fans are really here to see tonight.
1: Well, I remember vividly what happened in 2019 down at the Forks with the rally there where it was... A bit of a different mood because it was the first one in almost 30 years, right, Greg? And you, you know that as well as anybody else. And it was the players' unpredictability. What would they say? And there's a reason we're in a bit of a delay tonight because Matt Nichols said some things that he wasn't supposed to say. And that's really, I think, the thing I remember most about that day. And I'm curious to see just how different it is because there was a huge parade leading into that one. It was the middle of the day. It's after 6 p.m. here now tonight, and everyone's gathering in one spot. But I, I think I, I've, if you follow the players on Twitter, they've almost to a man been tweeting about how excited they are to celebrate this with the fans. Because unlike 2019 in Calgary, when there were a lot of Bomber fans, there weren't. you were there in Hamilton. there weren't a lot right no there were
0: hundreds versus thousands it
1: emptied out once hamilton lost and the trophy ceremony was going on they do the pan the crowd shot i'm like there's no one there anymore because there's not a lot of tickets it was the lowest attended game since the 40s by necessity for a gray cup game but for those that are here tonight they're ready to just cheer their lungs out for an hour and a half and show their appreciation for back-to-back Grey Cup wins.
0: So there was no opportunity at the airport, as there has been in the past. There was no opportunity, as you mentioned, for a parade like there was in 2019. And, you know, in my living memory and experience, 84, 88, 1990. But in those years, unlike in 2019, where they gathered at the forks at the end of the parade route in 84, 88, 90, 15... 17 20 year old me uh-huh. was at the winnipeg arena celebrating okay. something and it was a tradition that goes all the way back to the 58 59 61 62 Grey cup champions to gather at the arena and celebrate the team in a fashion that we will do very similarly here tonight the blue bomber drum line is setting up in front of the stage all the floodlights are on in the stadium.
1: Yeah, you can really see the mist.
0: Yeah, you can see the mist rolling in now. It's actually adding to the atmosphere. It's not detracting in any way, shape, or form.
1: No, it's great. And you mentioned the the differences between celebrations. It's, it's by geography. The Forks is now a big deal where it wasn't in 1990. You've got COVID now, and it's kind of emblematic of the season where the fans aren't allowed to high-five the players this year. There's kind of that arm's length distance that the CFL is so unfamiliar with, right? right? It's one of the most community-based leagues, pro leagues in, in North America where the fa- the players are such a big part of the city, of the community that has been a little bit lost this year because of COVID and this is the best that we're going to get because we can't get a parade, but it should still be a, a great time tonight and there's going to be a lot of cheering and the players I'm sure will uh, I'm wondering how what shape they'll be in because it's, what, Wednesday night, they've had three days. We saw them get off the plane Monday, sand Shirtless. shirts, no tarps <laughs> on the tarmac. And you know that they are buzzing on that flight if they'd even slept the night before.
0: These are professional athletes, Christian. They're professional celebrators uh-huh, now. Uh-huh. With, uh two Yeah, great they're used cups. to it now. I don't know, a celebrator, a word. If it's not, sure. it is now. Sure. So uh, once again, we're live at IG Field. We are waiting for the official start of tonight's event the celebration of the Great Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers.
2: Welcome to tonight's celebration presented by Bell MTS. And now, please welcome the Blue Bombers drumline.
0: Has been a terrific addition yeah. to the atmosphere here at IG Field. I don't know if you've ever been to a college football game in the United I States, have not. but the marching band is one of the highlights, whether pre-game, during the game, or at halftime. This isn't a full-on marching band, but this drumline does a terrific job in sort of raising the energy level. They hang mm-hmm. around the South Concourse for a great part of the game, and you can hear them on the broadcast. Well take in a little bit more of them right now.
1: When I was a student at the University of Western Ontario, I always wished they played more at the game. They played a little bit sparingly. Here he
2: is, the legendary Captain Blue.
1: And I always wish that uh, people cared more about college football up here in Canada, but nonetheless that's a topic for a different night. Uh,
0: more Captain Blue racing familiar
1: is familiar plane bad. zipping across now. Usually only gets to go in the end zone. That's he gets right. to go all the way down the field today. He gets the, he gets out of the cage and <laughs> gets to run wild across the field there. He's at the fifty five, he's going to the fifty, the forty, he's gonna go all the way.
0: <laughs> oh, he stops oh, short He's gonna pivot. Is he showboating, Christian? I guess he's not going in the end zone. He's
1: explore- He's really exploring the studio space here tonight, <laughs> so and the ca- cheer team also out tonight.
0: Captain Blue, of course, is biplane, uh, a fixture at Blue Bomber games for a long, long time. Celebrating in the end zone.
1: When but was your first Blue Bomber game?
0: My first Blue Bomber game was uh, September or October of 1978. Okay. Uh, Ottawa Rough Riders. It poured. Uh (laughs) Rain
1: And you'll never forget
0: it. At Winnipeg Stadium. No, I'll never forget it. My dad taking me to that game. And it was uh, the beginning of a relationship that has lasted ever since. And, of course, there have been ups and downs over the years. The Blue Bombers had a, a lengthy dry spell going from 1962 to 1984 without a Grey Cup victory. And then everyone knows about the dry spell from 1990 to 2019 But it's interesting, Christian. I know you've been in Winnipeg for just over a handful of years now. Almost seven years now. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think you realize what this team means to the city and vice versa.
1: Absolutely. It's been around for a very long time, this football club has. One of the longest, you know, tenured pro sports teams in this country. Exactly. And so that's ingrained in this community, whether it's people that have been going to games for, you know, 60 years. Some people have been listening to cjob's games for so long and looking around at the crowd here tonight you got a lot of young people you've got older people as well as they're uh, running a, the bob irving tribute video uh, in the stadium here tonight
0: let's take a listen Michael
3: Gray. and he throws it long down the left side for stiegel he's
4: got it and he's gone
5: milt Steagles going all the way for a touchdown on the last play of the
3: game 100-yard touchdown pass, and who could have imagined an ending like that? It's been a long time since I've been able to say this, but the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are going to the Great Cup. It ends on the highest note possible. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers defeated the Hamilton Tiger Cats 33-12 here in Calgary, and the Blue Bombers... Our Grey Cup champions.
6: (laughs) Along with his legendary calls, Knuckles has made some friends along the way.
5: Hey, Bob Knuckles Irving. This is your little buddy, Chris. Bad fingers won't be. Congratulations, Bob, on a fantastic career. I wish you and your family and your lovely wife, Day, and the rest of your family nothing but happiness
2: on whatever the next journey takes. Hey, Bob, Pat Newfeld here. On behalf of all the players with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, we just want to congratulate you on an incredible career. We're really going to miss you around here and hope you really uh, enjoy your well-deserved and well-earned retirement. Hello,
1: Mike Riley here. Congratulations, Bob. Thank you for all the great work that you've done and thank you for how you did it. All the best from the Riley. Not only have you been
3: the voice of Winnipeg and Manitoba, not only the voice of the Blue Bombers, but you've been the voice of the Canadian Football League. Congratulations and all the best in retirement.
2: I was so honored and humbled to be a Winnipeg Blue Bomber and to have you in that experience was just an amazing ride. And to your lovely wife, Day, we appreciate you lending us this guy for the past 47 years. He's all yours now. Good luck with that and Godspeed. Having worked with you for a few years, I witnessed firsthand the passion that you have for the CFL and for the Bombers. So on behalf of all the fans, I wanna say thank you. But on a personal note, I wanna say I'm looking forward to this retirement. So we're finally gonna get the opportunity to play some golf together. Once again, congrats,
4: Bob. From the first time I met you as a player in 2001 to the last time I got to watch you perform your craft in all its mastery in 2021, You have just been a straight legend, my friend.
7: Bob, your friendship and kindness has meant the world to me, and I've only known you for eight years. It's indescribable the impact you've had for the last 50 or so years on the fans of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Congratulations on a much-deserved retirement.
2: Congratulations on your career as the best sports broadcaster ever. Your ability to tell a story before, during, and after a game is unparalleled. Thanks also for raising a wonderful family in Manitoba, a place that you've dedicated your life to promoting and making better. You've done it all. Way to go. Go Bombers. Go Dad.
6: Thank you, Bob Irving. You will forever be a part of this
2: franchise. And now it's time to celebrate your back-to-back Grey Cup championship team. It is my pleasure and my honor to turn it over to legendary broadcaster, Bob Irving. Take it away, Bob.
3: Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to IG Field. And it's great that so many of you have turned out. We're gathering tonight to celebrate Winnipeg's second consecutive Grey Cup championship. And we're here to pay tribute to the coaches and players who made it all possible. You know, this journey began in 2013 when Wade Miller was hired to be the team CEO. Wade has, yeah, let's hear it for Wade. Wade has patiently and shrewdly put together a team that has developed a winning culture. And two in a row might just be the beginning. So let's start by reliving the first of two tremendously thrilling postseason games that brought us to this place. 10 days ago, the Bombers delighted 31,000 of you by beating Saskatchewan in a dramatic West Division final. Roll the highlights.
7: Ready to get after it. Yeah, let's go.
8: That's what we do over here on this side. Let's take the lights off, man. Join side on three. One two three. Side. The bombers, the rough riders,
5: for the right to meet the Ticats in Hamilton and break up 101.
0: With cjob's coverage of the celebration for the Grey cup champion winnipeg Blue bombers right now in the stadium we're watching highlights from the west final winnipeg Blue bombers of course defeating the saskatchewan rough riders for the right to go to the Grey cup this they past did not sunday make it
1: easy on themselves that day did no, they? no they did
0: not six turnovers of course they managed to overcome those mistakes in order to head back to hamilton or head to hamilton to defend their 2019 Grey Cup championship.
1: All right, so that was a hype video for the actual highlights the the that they will so be the showing now in the and stadium. The and the you've the been to a lot of, of games, Greg. Right in terms to of the, the do you still? To feel, be, uh, I know you cover the team now. Do yep. you still feel stress watching oh, them play?
0: I, I do not hide the fact that I do feel stress. I do my best to be impartial objective of course when i'm speaking about the team when i'm delivering uh, my thoughts on what i think might happen and when i'm deliberating and and reviewing the team's performance but yeah there's no denying uh the blue bombers uh have been my team for essentially my entire life it's difficult to hide that fact so uh, it would be foolish for me to do that.
1: And they're showing the highlights, so they're not going to show the six turnovers No. in this highlight pack. They showed Rasheed no. Bailey's touchdown, now showing Janari and Grant's huge cut run back. And, I mean, that could have been an enormous play. Well,
0: well, I think that could have been. If it wasn't the play that turned the tide, it certainly was one of them. Because if Grant kneels down and concedes a point there... Yeah now saskatchewan only needs a field goal Lawler
1: well, needed to hit that
0: well of course he did but the point is grant was deep in the end zone and yeah, made the decision to run it out so
1: then there's law amazing reach back grab that he had in the third quarter en route to a, an andrew harris touchdown that will be shown soon as the crowd they've seen this before many of them were here for this game
0: well maybe it's the first time they're seeing the, it on video that's true too because I watched the Grey Cup game for the first time this afternoon. Okay, but I got, yeah, I got home. So. I watched it.
1: I watched it as it happened on TV. Yes. Yeah, so here's the-
0: Andrew Harris's go-ahead touchdown. And when that
1: happens, you're thinking, okay, here here it goes. They've, they've they've turned the tide. They've got the momentum. And then two plays later, Duke Williams breaks free, and you're thinking, oh, this isn't how it's supposed to go.
0: Well, that game didn't go anything close to according to script.
1: Yeah, they skipped the Duke Williams play. Now it's Bombers back on offense. On the highlight back here
0: the thing that i still marvel about christian i made this point several times last week was how often when andrew harris gets the ball everyone in the stadium everyone watching on tv knows he's getting the ball and now there's this catch
1: darvin adams
0: maybe his now second most important catch of his career diving across the middle on second and long and then rashid bailey on that end around run Bailey has really become an important part of this Blue Bomber offense. Well,
1: going into 2019, the names Kenny Lawler and Rasheed Bailey didn't mean anything to Winnipeg, right? They're two guys they found, Lawler at the start of the year, and then Bailey later on. Bailey was showing signs of becoming this player in 2019, but this year it's been an absolute revelation for him. And then the, the defining play of the West Final, On third down, they finally get the stop on the third, third down of the drive, and the place goes crazy. I remember being down on the sideline, 31,000 people. I could barely hear Bob's call on my headphones.
0: You got to realize, too, that was a a moment 49 years in the making. That's right. Because it had been 1972 since the Blue Bombers had hosted a West Final, of course, many Eastern Finals over those years, but a West Final and finally avenging the loss to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders that ended on one of the most bizarre plays.
1: The most CFL ending to a game you could possibly
0: have. That's right. And and so as the Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans of several generations celebrate for a variety of different reasons, looking forward and or looking back, the Blue Bombers sealed the deal 21-7 over. 2017. What did I say? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. There's a one. I'm sure.
1: Change the riders. I know you want to. 20,
0: yeah, of course, I do. 21-17, over their prairie cousins, the Saskatchewan Roughriders.
2: The well, Winnipeg Football Club we would like to recognize that IG Field is located on Treaty One land, traditional territories of the Anishinaabe Cree, Ojibwe, Dakota, Lakota, and Dene peoples, and resides in the homeland of the Métis Nation. We commit to a spirit of reconciliation and collaboration as we dedicate ourselves to move forward in partnership with one another in all we do.
3: And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce the Grand Chief of the Assembly of Manitoba Chiefs, Arlen Dumas.
6: I bring greetings on behalf of all the Chiefs of the First Nations of Manitoba. I want to acknowledge and thank the Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans, number one. I want to tell each and every one of you that I had, it was such a tremendous honour to be here on Orange Shirt Day when we, when we celebrated Every child matters. And every single one of you in the stands stood up when Elder Florence Painter prayed without being asked. That was tremendous respect. Give yourselves a round of applause. I want to thank Wade. And the Winnipeg Football Club for the tremendous work they've done building bridges, reminding each and every one of us that we're all here together to help one another. They brought a 1,000 children from all over Manitoba to come and celebrate this wonderful game. Let's give them a round of applause. I want to acknowledge Coach O'Shea for his tremendous work. Brilliant, brilliant game. Uh, I also want to thank the one who played Blue Bombers themselves, you know, even as champions, they were humble. They were humble as champions. Let's give them a round of applause. (laughs) I just have one request. Don't be so humble next time. You don't have to, like, make it so close. Like, it's okay to blow them out once in a while, you know? (laughs) And then I just want to acknowledge Adam Big Hill and uh, Willie Jackson for phenomenal players and the rest of the Winnipeg Blue Blue Bombers for making. So let's uh, cheer Big Blue. Congratulations, everyone. Thank
3: you, Chief Dumas. Now let's give a warm Blue Bomber welcome to the Premier of Manitoba, Heather Stephenson.
9: Go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Hello Blue Bomber fans. How proud are you of our Winnipeg Blue Bombers, our second uh, consecutive win of the Grey Cup. How exciting is that? Who's ready for a three-peat? Whew. So, so proud of our Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, tonight. So proud to be here. Uh, Wade, back in September uh, when the 2019 Grey Cup winning Bombers were invested into the Order of the Buffalo Hunt, you said, and I quote, let's do this again real soon, where here we are now. You were true to your word and i'm here to be true to mine i am thrilled to announce that the 2021 Grey cup winning blue bonners team will be invested once again into the order of the buffalo hunt in manitoba and next year let's see a three-peat let's hear it for our winnipeg blue bombers Woo.
3: Our Premier Stephenson was at the game in Hamilton and so was a man who's been one of the biggest Blue Bomber fans for many many years, the Mayor of Winnipeg, Brian Bowman.
4: How's Winnipeg doing tonight? I want to congratulate the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, of course, on back-to-back wins. The last time the Bombers won back-to-back wins in the Grey Cup was the year 1961 and 1962, 59 years ago, against Hamilton. So, in advance of the game this, this last weekend, I made a, a friendly mayor, mayor's wager with the mayor of Hamilton, and he was so confident before the game, he gave me this. So, I'm going to be mailing it back to him, and I'm going to be sending this. So, he's got to now take a picture, do a life-size cutout, make it on public display in the beautiful city of Hamilton for 108 hours to recognize the 108th Grey Cup win by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. This team, this organization brings our community, our city, our province together unlike any other and I want to thank Wade Miller, Dana Spiring, the entire organization for what they're doing tonight and what they do throughout the year. I also want to give a huge shout out to the Winnipeg boys on the team, Mike Benson, Jeff Gray, Brady Oliveira, Nick Dembski and Andrew Harris, give them a huge applause. They can show you what you can do when you're a Winnipegger. We're going to be formally recognizing the entire team with an award soon. Stay, stay tuned and details will be announced very soon. My wife Tracy and I have been season ticket holders along with many of you for 21 years. And I can tell you, the it was a long wait, but it was worth it. Congratulations to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and to you, the fans. Thank you, Merci and McGwitch. Way to go, Blue!
0: Mayor Brian Bowman showing off the Blue Bomber jersey he'll be sending to the Mayor of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger.
3: Thank you, Mayor Bowman. Well, December 12th, there was a football game played in Hamilton that had a pretty dramatic ending. Let's check, and you won't ever get tired of watching this, let's check out the highlights again of the recently completed Grey Cup game.
1: And you know greg for the first well, almost three quarters not a lot of highlights as they do they show the hype video before they show the highlights here Brandon alexander and andrew harris voices. this was one
0: two of the most
8: to another, championship. another reason to celebrate together
0: well produced videos the winnipeg blue bombers have
10: ever released two years ago we saw with this team this league
0: and what this trophy means to the great people that fill our stadium all season long. Oh, sure, we got derailed a little bit, but our heart of commitment that ain't never
8: changed. I'll let you in a little secret. This is not how many obstacles are in the way, how many doubters, how many haters, how long or hard the road
0: gets. In Coach O'Shea' locker room, we play for each other.
10: We go to war for our problems. And we put the team ahead of
8: everything. So guess what? It's not about a curse anymore. And it's not about proving everyone else wrong. This is about proving ourselves right.
0: This is about defending everything that we built. Defending our title.
10: Defending the W. This is about defending our cup.
1: Want
0: to run through a well now, Greg? Absolutely, after I dry my tears. (laughs) Because that's, you know, the emotion. Andrew Harris, of course, Winnipegger by birth. And as I've been saying this week, Brandon Alexander amongst the Blue Bombers who are now Winnipeggers, Manitobans by choice. And
1: that's become almost a contagious thing amongst this team, right? The players that have been here a number of years that have really, literally invested in some ways in this city, in the culture that this locker room has cultivated under Mike O'Shea, who gets a deserved coach of the year win this year and the question of course we're going to get to down the road is how many people are they going to be able to bring back that's not what we're thinking about tonight tonight is celebrating 2021 as they show the highlights now of uh, what was a bit of a messy football game for most of it Greg you were there in Hamilton how bad was the win just in person it
0: was incredibly bad uh for lack of a better term it obviously had a very big impact on the game the strategy of the game you could argue one of the biggest plays of the game was the coin toss yeah and of course the winnipeg blue bombers came out on top on that and they the highlights
1: right now is just castillo kicks right
0: and how big you know you want to talk about big plays how about the mid-season or end of season essentially acquisition and signing you know from the acquisition from the bc lions at least the rights to sergio castillo and then signing him to a contract. Five for five in the Grey Cup game. Got some singles too. Absolutely a huge part of what the Blue Bombers were able to do. There's Nick Dembski, of course, going in for the Blue Bomber touchdown in regulation time. What a player Nick Dembski has become. Mm -hmm. Andrew Harris, I think, is arguably one of the four or five faces of this franchise. Nick Dembski is quickly joining Andrew yes. Harris as uh, one of the most identifiable athletes in our city. And of course, city. they
1: went to the same school.
0: Yeah, doesn't hurt, right? <laughs> five years apart, you had Andrew Harris and Nick Dembski, and then five years later, Brady Oliveira. Not, not bad pedigree after, after all.
1: The uh, acquisition of Sergio Castillo may have won them the Grey Cup.
0: Well, listen, how many fans, how many observers, how many commentators said because they had the a Achilles great start heel, to the season, yeah, they were it, like
1: nine and one without a kicker.
0: The Achilles' heel of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers was, of course, their place-kicking game. Uh, Mark Leggio did a terrific job of punting, mm-hmm. but they just had a just.
1: And there's converts
0: were questionable, field goals were questionable and every you get single an time.
1: Interesting noise in the crowd when Hamilton takes the single late yeah. in the fourth quarter to go down three. And I said in my house when that happened, "Whoa, whoa, what? Whoa!" <laughs> and I understand the thought of field possession. But you're basically saying, we hope we can win it in overtime, and it didn't happen. No, and again, a coin flip, you know, Hamilton won the coin flip in overtime. They chose to go second, as you do. Thing is, Winnipeg made the play, Darvin Adams with the touchdown grab, they get the two-point convert, which was big. It, it ended up not being significant because of the incredible interception that is about to be shown in the stadium, which I'm sure will be followed by quite the roar from the fans here
0: yeah the the triple the double tip followed by the catch by Kyrie Wilson and the more times you watch that replay of that interception you realize it's perfectly obvious what Winston Rose did by keeping that ball off the ground flipping it essentially to Wilson here's the play part of the highlight package for Barb Irving Was the 1988 Grey Cup play featuring Mike Gray's interception on the goal line. Right. The play that essentially won the Grey Cup for the Blue Bombers in 1988. Well, this will go down in history alongside the Grey play. And it's a
1: walk-off play right in front of your own bench. As Stanley Bryan is shown, lifting the Grey Cup in Hamilton Sunday night. We're going to see him soon. We are going to see that trophy soon as we're about to hear again from... Bob Irving at the podium, down at the 40-yard line at IG Field.
5: Blue Bombers were the best before the CFL was put on hold,
3: and the Blue Bombers are the best. But
1: first, they're going to show a celebration montage here, Winnipeg,
3: Ring Cup champions, and it's
1: just a lot of smiling faces. Greg, you got Mike O'Shea,
0: you got hugs, the emotion, watery eyes on Sunday was much different than the emotion in Calgary in 2019. Uh, Obviously, there was a little bit more adversity Mm -hmm. down the stretch, which is ironic because the team was absolutely dominant throughout the regular season. As we often say, funny things happen on the way to coronations, Mm. and they absolutely did, but this team overcame that adversity, and it felt as though and seemed as though this was an even more emotional win for the team.
3: As I said, you'll never get tired of watching that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce a guy who's no stranger to those Grey Cup celebrations. He won three of them. He's the greatest offensive lineman in the history of the Canadian Football League. He's Chris Walby, Big Chris, the big man right here.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Bob. But first off, let's listen to me. I, hey, I'm, I'm just honored to be representing the alumni of past great cups because the city of Winnipeg, the province of Manitoba, the fans across the CFL, you've seen something that is very unique, very special in back-to-back championships. And I tell you what, you got a guy here and I want to give one last shout out. I know he's going to get a million more. But one more big hand for the legend bob the guy i'd get to stand beside today that's the legend
3: tell me what you thought about those last two games chris
5: you know what it was typical bombers you know they they're there the fourth quarter the best team ever i mean seriously i i, I could talk forever about it but i think there's sometimes When I break down the game, I say, "What is the result of the game?" And I think there's certain things I have to really factor in. And one is, you have to recognize the talent, and you just don't. You created a culture here, and that's responsible as Wade Miller, Kyle Walters, and Coach O'Shea have done a fantastic job of keeping players here to want to play in Winnipeg.
3: That's the reason you got repeat champions here.
5: Sorry, Bob, I go off all over the place. Okay,
3: so. You were an offensive tackle. How would you have blocked Jackson Jeff Coat, and Willie Jefferson, big man? I would have got him drunk the night before the game. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that might have worked. <laughs> he's, a, he's a freak. But hey, listen, I'd be remiss too, Bob, if I didn't give a shout-out to the best O-line in the CFL for the last couple of years. What a great
3: O-line they put together here, man. Woo! Well, so all that's left Is a three-peat, right? No no, no pressure, but a three-peat.
5: Well, you know what's funny, Bob? I saw
3: this towel on the
5: ground, and I picked it up. And if I could get my fingers to work, which I think I can,
3: it says, what does that say, Bob? Let's see. Come on, what does that say, Bob? Hang on, hang on. It says, defend the W.
5: Defend the cup.
3: Defend the cup. But there's
5: no year on it, so I'm going to put 2022 on that thing. Listen, I just want to say, when I watch a game like this, my heart wants to be on the field with these guys. I love the culture. I love the players they put together, the team, the atmosphere. Uh, I just think it's fantastic, and that is why this organization is going to be successful for years to come.
3: Chris, thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for all you you, have given to this football club and the fans, a local guy who made it big, big, big. God bless you, Bob Irving.
0: Chris Walby leaving the stage right now. One of the greatest, if not Thank the greatest, Chris offensive linemen like in the history of the Canadian Football to to League. Yet another Winnipeg born Winnipeg. and bred product, Christian.
1: It's always great when you can win for your hometown team. Isn't that the ultimate dream? If you're an athlete?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We call her inspiring. Dana aspiring. stepping to the podium now.
10: It sure feels good to be back-to-back champions. You know, I have always said that sport, and especially this sport, has the ability to bring a community together. And after suffering through a pandemic, you came together. We were the first stadium in North America to require people to be vaccinated. Yeah, we can clap for that. You know, and people wondered if you would show up and if we would be able to fill these stands. You did that week after week after week. Thank you, Winnipeg. I have had the honor and the privilege of being chair of this board, chair of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, for the last three years. I'm the first woman to ever be chair of the board of this club. Thank you. The first woman to ever have her name on the Grey Cup once. And now the first woman to have her name on the Grey Cup twice. It goes to show you that anything is possible. And so much comes down to who we surround ourselves with. I want to acknowledge Wade Miller, who is the hardest working person in the CFL bar none. And I want to acknowledge the people that he has surrounded himself with, Kyle Walters, Mike O'Shea, and everybody who made it onto the field in Hamilton and won this Grey Cup for Winnipeg. And now we may do it one more time, but thank you, Winnipeg. Thank you for making us back-to-back champions. Go Bombers!
3: Well, he played 11 years for the Blue Bombers. He's in the Football Club's Hall of Fame. And back in 2013, he took on the task of putting this organization back on the map. And what a job he has done. The CEO of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Wade Miller.
8: Bomber fans. This second great cup was for each one of you. You are the best fans in the CFL. You're the loudest fans in the CFL. Each one of these players comes out and plays for you every time. It started on on August 5th and finished on December 15th, right here tonight. And we're standing out here celebrating our second great cup and it's because of you that everybody in this organization comes and plays. And our players love playing in front of you. So thank you to each one of our fans and for each of you being here tonight. I am lucky to be a part of an organization that is just filled with talented people from Kyle Walters, Mike O'Shea, every one of our assistant coaches, every one of our support staff. And they have gone through a battle of COVID. And they persevered and made sure they followed every protocol and played every game. And they did it and they sacrificed and every player and coach sacrificed this year. And they did it and won this great cup and now it's time to go do it for a third time. Thank you, Blue Bomber fans. Go Bombers!
0: Not one single COVID-19 positive test no. throughout the CFL season for the Blue Bombers, by the well way. Well
3: said, Wade Miller. You know, one of the first things Wade did when he became CEO was he named Kyle Walters, the general manager. And that's turned out pretty well, hasn't it? Please welcome the GM of the Blue Bombers, Kyle Walters. Kyle Walters. And as
0: you might expect, Christian Kyle Walters, dressed in sweats, a blue bomber hey, jacket, and a toque. Welcome
2: everybody. I'm going to be quick because the real reason we're here tonight is to celebrate the players, and they are coming out next. And let's get loud and excited to see all the players.
1: He's also not a I'm fan of the start spotlight with this at all. How
2: sweet this sounds! Back to back, Grey Cup champions. All right. Well, one more time, everybody. Back to back, Grey Cup champions.
1: Well, call and so response. H-
2: here was our plan. After 2019, here was the plan. We got a really good team. Let's try to get them all re-signed, give them a chance to defend the cup. Well, we had we had to wait a little longer than expected, but mission accomplished. So here's here's this year's plan, and it's going to be real familiar. We have a real good team. Let's try to get them all re-signed, and let's go back-to-back-to-back breakups. Go Bombers! Let's bring out the players. Get loud, everybody!
0: Kyle Walters is animated as we've seen him, maybe since he was a special teams coach maybe. in the Canadian Football League. That was fantastic, Christian. He does get
1: animated okay, on the sideline watching the game. Okay, and now it's
3: time to turn our attention to the coaches and the players of the Great Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Coach is coming
1: out first tonight.
3: And just so you know what's happening, they're going to come out of the south end on those trucks. They will circle the field in their player groups. And then we'll have one of them come up on the stage and speak to you. The coaches are the first ones out. Lots of of
0: connections to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers long term in this coaching staff. Daryl Patterson, who was a longtime Blue Bomber. And, of course, Buck Pierce, the offensive coordinator who coached every position on the offense, bided his time to become the offensive coordinator, no doubt had opportunities in other markets with other teams and stuck with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers because of life in Winnipeg. He has, he is, Christian, the epitome of an adopted son of this city and this province.
1: And we should note that it's not just the coaches, it's their families as well that are getting into the trucks here tonight, which has to be such a, a thrill for the coaches to be able to, to spend this time in their office basically where their family where they've, there's been so much separation this year so much isolation sacrifice Mike O'Shea shown on the screen and a huge cheer from the crowd there are kids in the trucks with their parents as the coaches are getting set to do the, the parade route three trucks right now parked in the end zone the flatbeds filled up with people ever ridden in the flatbed of a truck greg
0: uh not legally christian not no. legally,
1: okay so maybe a few years ago a back in the day situation
0: so of course when we talk about the the coaches we start with buck pierce but richie hall who lost his brother in 2019 mm, yes. maligned at times in this market yes, that's
1: long gone now
0: long gone now richie hall building coordinating directing one of the greatest defensives of all time yes. in the Canadian Football League. They did incredible things throughout the 2021 season. Richie Hall, the defensive coordinator, past game analyst and, analyst and linebacker's coach is James Stanley. Jordan Younger, outstanding yes. defensive back in his day, mostly with the Toronto Argonauts during his CFL career as the defensive backs coach. I mentioned Daryl Patterson, longtime. Blue Bombers in the ni- Blue Bomber in the 1980s defensive line coach Paul Boudreau, special teams coordinator Kevin Bourgeois, Bourgeon, receivers coach, and Pete Costanza, running backs coach. And how about those receivers? Uh, you know, you mentioned Kenny Lawler, you mentioned Rashid Bailey, but what about the role? drew all played. yes in the game on sunday bob and i were talking in our pre-game coverage on saturday and sunday mm-hmm. just what a dependable possession receiver he's become he doesn't really you know he drops the the odd pass there were
1: a couple moments during the season where he, he had a a, a a little string of drops but yeah he's a very reliable player Meet
3: the rest of the staff buck pierce the as bob gives you
1: the uh, the rundown of who's out there and
3: richie hall is the defensive coordinator.
1: cheers come after each name there are beers being consumed in the truck just so All everyone knows at home is this is Co- not a dry event
0: would we expect anything less no. Costello, let, this is a, you know as winnipeg as it comes you saw the parade
1: in 2019 that's it's not right. a dry <laughs> event
0: that's right Jordan We're doing our best to try and paint a picture for you here. You're listening to 680 CJOB. Christian O'Mell, Greg Mackling with you from IG Field as we celebrate the 2021 Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers trying to get an idea of how many fans are here tonight christian
1: i'm not good at guesstimating crowd sizes i'll be honest that's not one of my skills i'm gonna
0: say it's between six and eight thousand people
1: i could get on board with that yeah
0: you know the lower bowl exclusively there are several sections that i I won't say are completely jam-packed full which middle
1: of the field is pretty full
0: i'm sure uh most people are happy to see with uh our
1: They get to do one very slow lap here. Yeah,
0: and get the adoration from these fans. Soak it in. And why not? Social distancing.
1: Mike O'Shea in the final truck. Buck Pierce as well with their families waving to the crowd. What a figure O'Shea's turned into in this city, hasn't he? You
0: know, Christian, the first couple of years were pretty tough for mike o'shea and his third year started really difficult and uh you know if not for a an injury to drew willie who who knows what the what the fortunes would have been what the legacy of mike o'shea might have been and now suddenly he's on par you know with some greats in terms of head coaches and the number of great cups that he's had where does he fit with the Bud Grants, obviously, at the top Story still of being the list. Written. Cal Murphy and then Mike O'Shea, perhaps. We can have that debate all oh, yeah. off-season if you like.
1: And the man who will be speaking on behalf of the coaches is uh, obviously Mike O'Shea. Who will, I'm wondering if he'll get the, the O'Shea, O'Shea, O'Shea chance getting going again here tonight.
0: What's the over-under on that?
1: What are the odds, at least? Yeah, what are the odds I think odds the odds are 99% yeah, that it'll happen. Yeah, I would say you're right. I was at Portage of Maine for an hour. It ha- I think that, that champ broke out four or five times on Sunday night.
0: Mike O'Shea is really the epitome of, of Winnipeg at times. North Bay, Ontario's own.
1: Canadian through and through. Loves the Canadian game.
0: Yeah, one of, the, one of the great Canadian players in the history of the Canadian Football League. The players love him. The players are prepared to go through a brick wall for him. And one of the conversations I had this week was with Jamarcus Hardrick. And he told me that he has more often conversations with Coach O'Shea about parenting Mm. and real life situations than he does about football. And that's one of the hallmarks of Mike O'Shea. He's, He's a confidant. He is someone that the players trust and not just trust to talk about the game but they trust to speak with him about life. And in fact, Jamarcus Hardrick told me that the reason he is as good a father as he is is because of the advice he's received from Mike O'Shea along the way. That's awesome. To Marcus Hardrick saying on Saturday to me, I didn't have a dad. Mm. Mike O'Shea is as close to wow. one as I've ever had.
1: That's amazing. Bob is now welcoming Mike O'Shea. We
3: hear from the head coach of your two-time Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Mike O'Shea.
1: And the chance begin.
7: <laughs> oh, that's enough of that. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Not as I said, after the Western final, not only the loudest, but after you guys sat there for three and a half hours in minus fifteen with a sixty kilometer to win, you guys are the toughest fans in the CFL also. So thank you very much.
0: Mike Shea strolling back and forth across the stage, so his microphone might I cut out a little bit. I stand in front of these bit.
7: guys, but I should stand behind them. Bob introduced them, but this is our coaching staff. They give our players everything they need to be successful, and I just sit back and watch. So for me, if you could, can you give him a big round of applause to our coaching staff?
1: As someone who patrols the sidelines with a wireless mic, I know the perils of wandering in the wrong spot, right. cutting in and out during the West Final. was certainly uh oh
7: for sure uh. hello there you go <laughs> Just stand
1: 2020 still,
7: Mike. was a bit of a disappointment but 2021 certainly lived up to our expectations we knew we had a good team coming in and we had a damn good season we finished it off the right way I'm sure a few of you were nervous during a couple of those games but the players never had a doubt so We'll see what we can do in 2022. This this looks a little different than a parade, but different doesn't mean anything but different. This is awesome to see the number of people that came out tonight and support us in this uh, on a Wednesday night. This is phenomenal. We really appreciate all of you. Once again, you guys truly are the greatest fans, and everybody on the team really appreciates you. All right, be safe tonight. Thank you for coming.
0: A man is always measured in his words, a little Mm -hmm. bit freer to speak his mind tonight.
1: And the chants begin again.
3: Yeah, how about a little O'Shea, O'Shea, (laughs) O'Shea? Let's hear it. How about
7: not?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another guy that's not a huge fan of the spotlight, Mike O'Shea, but boy, what a job he's done here in Winnipeg as the fans keep the chant going. Why'd I say 99? Nine nine? It was obviously 100% going to happen. Sure. They've got new three other trucks. They're not. They're going to. I think six trucks are going to be a there part there, of this tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, your blue
3: bomber coach defensive backs coming up next. Our second straight Great Cup win. Next up will be the defensive backs who played such a huge role in the Grey Cup win this year. And there's the Grey Cup
1: making its appearance for the first time tonight.
0: he has got it over his head there, Christian? Can you tell from here? I feel
1: good. My eyes aren't that good. We'll find out
8: soon.
1: Ah, have what one of the Hallets, one
0: of the Hallett brothers.
1: Nick Hallett will be the guy with the gray cup as they come out of the players' tunnel. The flames, the sparks fly out of those machines, and the defensive backs will file in. And that was one of the the parts of the roster tonight, or the season.
0: Winston Rose sporting a Heritage Classic, a Heritage blue Winnipeg Jets nice. jersey, of course. Rose. Such an inte- integral part of the Blue Bombers' 2019 run to the Grey Cup. Went to the Cincinnati Bengals, was part of their practice squad for the better part of two seasons, and then was a the late season addition here. Coming back to Winnipeg, told me it was an absolute no-brainer to come back to Winnipeg and play for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He's got the cup right now. Yeah.
1: And when there's a team that's just looks so good on paper, you go into a season wondering, okay, where are the weaknesses? And with Marcus Sales and Winston Rose not coming back, the thought was, okay, if they're going to be weak somewhere, it's at the quarterback position. Dietrich Nichols comes in and is fantastic. DeAndre Alford gets burned on one of the first passes of the year from Hamilton, Jeremiah Mazzoli, and was awesome after that. These guys come in and Mike Jones moving to a different position played very well too. They go get Winston Rose because if you can get Winston Rose, you go get Winston Rose for reinforcements down the stretch. Mike Jones ended up getting hurt in the West Final and didn't play in the Great Cup, but
0: DeAndre Alford.
1: The Bombers keep finding players. Right that are fitting this great defense and making them better. Alfred and Nichols were fantastic. And it all starts with Brandon Alexander at the safety position.
0: I, in my estimation, Christian, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers defense changed dramatically in 2019 when they moved yes. Brandon Alexander to safety. And for longtime Blue Bomber fans, a gentleman who wore the very same number back in the 1980s, Benny Thompson, mm. who was a tremendous hitter, special teams player went on to a, a dozen year career in the national football league very reminiscent of the way brandon alexander plays the safety position teams very hesitant christian to go over the middle since alexander became safety and that is you know for such a long time been a traditionally canadian position and that doesn't mean canadians can't play it well but when you put a, an individual with the athleticism the willingness to to hit as hard as Alexander does, it really does change the tone, if you will, of that defensive dozen.
1: Also, the likes of Nick Taylor being brought in in 2019 really helped this Late team. in that season yes. as well. Mercy Maston hurt for the year, was a tough blow in training camp, but the younger players stepped up. Alden Darby coming in as a veteran was a nice pickup as well. After the Mastin injury,
0: 27 individuals in training camp, defensive backs Mm -hmm. that the Blue Bombers brought in that felt they had the talent to do what needed to be done in order to fit in and to do and perform at the Blue Bomber level. And all the players, Christian, will tell you this, that when you show the rest of your teammates a certain level of performance, they demand that from you. That's sort of the baseline performance. And then it's a matter of you fitting in. Fitting in in this locking ro- locker room is an absolutely huge deal. The culture is very important. So not only do you have to be a hell of a football player, you also have to fit in personality-wise, and your work ethic has to match everybody else in that locker room, and that's saying something else with a locker room with Willie Jefferson, Jackson Jeff Jeffcoat, Adam Big Hill, and the aforementioned Brandon Alexander. And
1: Josh Johnson was brought in to be a starting player. He got hurt right off the bat this year. He's one of the defensive backs who was finished the season on the injured list, as well as Noah Hallett and the aforementioned Mercy Maston. Also, you've got Reddick Cramdy, who played a lot of special teams in his rookie year. Josh Miller as well. They are currently making their way.
0: Christian, we've gone almost a solid hour here without a commercial break. Do you think we should take a break here at the top of the hour at 7 o'clock?
1: Uh, We could probably do a quick one before the defensive backs speak.
0: Okay, why don't we do that? Back at Mission Control, Matt Abra. If we can break here momentarily from IG Field, it's Greg Macklin, Christian O'Mell. You're listening to 680 CJOB and live coverage of the celebration for the Great Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We will return momentarily. Welcome back to IG Field. We are celebrating... With the Winnipeg Football Club, we are celebrating with you, Winnipeg, celebrating with you, Manitoba, and football fans all across North America and worldwide, the Winnipeg Football Club celebrating their back-to-back championships, their 12th ever Grey Cup here at IG Field. Greg Macklin, Christian O'Mell with you, and Master of Ceremonies, Bob Irving.
1: The defensive backs just made their way around the stadium. We have two that took their shirts off. So we have our first shirtless appearances of the night. And by the way, that Heritage Classic jersey worn by Winston Rose right, has Connor gentlemen. Hellebuck's name on the back. The Here's Bob.
3: we're Starting around, we'll call up the leader of the secondary, Brandon Alexander, to say a few words.
1: I believe the linebackers have come out, too, to fill up another truck as they start moving this along a little bit faster. We're falling a little behind schedule. Here's Brandon Alexander.
0: Yo! Can I get a hey?
8: Can I get a hey? Can I get a hey? Yeah!
0: I just want to say, man, I just appreciate everybody that came out tonight. Whether it was anything, I appreciate it, man. It don't matter.
8: Y'all always support. I appreciate
0: it. I appreciate y'all.
8: Back to back.
7: i appreciate every person in the locker room i appreciate
0: everybody that come in the defensive backs now are sort of mugging for the cameras this is a, family. This is, a family this
8: is tight-knitted this is because of y'all the community manitoba winnipeg
0: The exuberance shown by Brandon Alexander. I thank y'all so much, man. I thank y'all for you all support. I thank y'all for always coming out, always believing in us, always making sure that we own our stuff, and we're going to do it for y'all. We're going to do it for y'all two-time. Two-time.
8: Can I get a two-time? Can I get a two-time? Come.
0: Brandon Alexander, also a musical artist of some renown, so he likes to work the microphone.
3: Energetic bunch, aren't they? Okay, the linebackers who are circling the field, let me introduce them to you. And you know some of them very well Adam Big Hill, Kyrie Wilson. Alden Darby, Jesse Briggs, Shane Goche, Kevin Brown, Retta Cramby, Tanner Cadwallader, Les Maruo, and Robbie Lowe. They're coming around here
7: right now.
1: So do the DBs get to just hog the Grey Cup then?
0: It appears as though that's the case right now, Christian. That might be, uh, well, you know, with the Winnipeg Jets, the Jets Carolina, struggling the way they are, as the close as Jets fans the get to see... A Jets player holding a championship trophy. Yes. It looks pretty good, though, I have to say.
1: And now the defensive line also coming out into the stadium as the linebacking crew makes their way in front of our broadcast booth here at about the 40-yard line.
0: Like a band of professional wrestlers. (laughs) Of course, that championship belt that we've become so familiar with slung over the shoulder. I can't tell if it's Stove Richardson. I think it is he's shirtless climbing into the back of the truck (laughs) jackson jeff code is there and it looks as though the defensive backs christian have surrendered the gray cup to the defensive linemen
1: that's a wise choice
0: i would say you're right
1: as the defensive backs are just milling about in the middle of the field, soaking it all in.
0: What can you say about this linebacking core for the Winnipeg mm. Blue Bombers? We know that Adam Big Hill gets most of the press clippings, but Kyrie Wilson, five years with this club now, when I had a conversation with him on Saturday, he had to think twice. He, he said, you know, Greg, I was thinking the other day, I'm, I'm 29 years old. I came to Winnipeg when I was 25. Wow. And we were just talking about how time... Flies by, and Wilson has really matured and become one of the top linebackers no. in the Canadian Football League.
1: One of the defensive linemen spraying champagne at the crowd as they make their way down the far sideline. I'm not sure it would have gotten there. They're they're probably too far away to get that spray. It's it's a good 15 to 20 feet, but the the thought was there. It's
0: the effort that counts. Exactly. It's, it's all about the effort.
1: As so, yes, the Grey Cup is with the defensive lineman, who again are just absolute game wreckers they are kind of where it all starts on the defensive side of things getting after the quarterback making life miserable and and giving the opportunity for the defensive backs and linebackers to make plays because the quarterback is often rushed the line or the running back often doesn't have a lot of holes it does happen once in a while but the likes of willie jefferson jackson jeff coach steve richardson casey sales as well jake thomas jake
0: thomas the veteran of course
1: jonathan kongbo
0: jonathan kongbo the canadian who went and tried his hand in the national football league he returned
1: and again there's so many guys come back because they they know that this team was good enough to win and there is something about that locker room culture they love being a part of as the linebackers make their way to the stage and it will be adam Hill, defensive player of the year speaking
0: canadian jesse briggs as well part of that crew and he played a big role mm-hmm. in that defensive uh, core when Kyrie wilson was injured at the beginning of the season briggs stepped in there and quite often those young players get exploited briggs really did not at any point are
1: you doing out there? here's adam Hill. Yeah. i don't know i think we just went back and back i said how's everybody
5: doing out there Hey, we are so thankful for each and every one of you guys. Man, you guys allow us to do what we do and put it on the line for you guys to believe blue and gold. It means so much to us to bring it back to you guys once again. Thank you guys very much.
0: a big hill amongst that group of players has made Winnipeg his year-round home. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a big part of not only the defense on the field but certainly off the field he's he's part of the glue in that dressing room he's a leader of course that makes sense but i think he's also that leader in terms of encouraging guys to think about being in winnipeg long term staying in winnipeg maybe even moving here as we've heard willie jefferson and his wife holly are contemplating the full-time move to our city
1: Jackson Jeff Goat with the gray cup in the truck as it goes by us, and it's Steve Richardson and gentlemen, now not wearing a lot of a shirt with the of championship belt. as the old are, linemen are going to be coming pythons up. On he's, man. Wow. he's a strong individual.
0: They call him a stove for a reason. Yes. The big man.
1: Have you ever tried picking up a stove? Yeah,
0: no, because once, your back's gone. Yeah, once or, once or twice, but certainly never by myself. Who's is who is strutting out now, Christian O'Malley? The O'Mel?
1: offensive lineman. The all-star studded offensive lineman for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers.
0: 11 CFL All-Stars. Those were named today, Christian. I know you've got the na- the names in front of you. How many Blue Bombers from the offensive line on the All-Canadian team?
1: You've got Pat Neufeld, Stanley Bryant, and Jamarcus Hardrick.
0: Three out of five, not bad.
1: And they also had one of the one more as West Division All-Stars. I mean, it all for the offense, right? Zach Kolaris has been such a big addition to this team. But that offensive line has been such a bedrock for this team these last two years, a- allowing not just Andrew Harris to rush the ball, but Brady Oliveira's had big games, Johnny Augustine, and a lot of that is because this offensive line, as we see with the All-Star nominations and awards, they're the best in the league, and it's not close.
0: It all starts with defensive line play. It all starts with offensive line play. And the conversations throughout the last two or three years have been about how this defensive line gets to practice against this offensive line mm. and vice versa. Yeah. And how much better does that make the respective to help. parts of this team better?
3: Defensive lineman, Willie... Jefferson, Jackson, Coach, Jake Thomas, Steve Richardson, practicing
1: Combo, against the best. I can't Casey hurt you Sails, at all for sure. I don't together, think that's something we probably Henson, talk about enough.
3: Antiga, and we'll turn the mic over to number five, Willie Jefferson.
0: This should be good. This might be a highlight, just a <laughs> prediction. Let's hope the mic yes, works. Yes, sir.
7: Come on down to Winnipeg. Come on down to Winnipeg. Hey, we got that smoke, big smoke. Yeah, man, hey, I want to tell y'all, each and every one of you fans, I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart, coming to every game. You know, showing your love, showing your support throughout COVID and everything. We just want to let y'all know we love y'all the first ring was all right man the second ring was a whole lot better and this one right here is for y'all man we love y'all
1: by the way willie jefferson wearing a jacket and no shirt underneath it which should surprise nobody
0: I I leave, hey, 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 hey. willie jefferson had his parents his grandmother at the great cup along with his wife and his, and his and his lovely daughter kelly and uh, when I spoke to him, he was holding Kelly in his arms, and the tears were visible in his eyes. And, and Willie is full of bombast. Willie is is all, it's flash, He shows. He's electricity. He is personality personified. And he... Um,
1: He's dancing you, on the stage right now. You
0: could tell that uh, there was something very special about what his team accomplished on Sunday. It hit him emotionally, and the word appreciation has been uttered at least a dozen times tonight by the players, and I believe that's completely genuine, Christian.
1: They're also having a bit of a dance party at center field now as, as more and more players arrive the on the field, scene. Jamarcus Hardrick right now not in, in the, the truck. Receivers. He's walking with the, the great cup. cup. Yeah, why
0: wouldn't you? Big Yoshi.
1: It's a pretty packed uh, back of that truck. so He's like, I'll just walk from here, guys. Always giving the Grey Cup to the pilot.
0: Captain Blue.
1: That's nice. I don't know if the fans noticed, though, unfortunately. Cool moment for him. Is the
0: same rule for the Grey Cup as the Stanley Cup? You have to win it. You have to win it in order to put it above your head.
1: I think that's probably the way it is. As the receivers now make their way out of the tunnel.
0: Are they just going to walk all together?
1: I mean, the truck is going at a walking pace for the most part. Jamarcus Hardrick is, is pretty much, yeah, the receivers, known for their legs and their wheels, they're going to run. They're going to have a quick stroll around. Darvin Adams is flicking liquid into the crowd. They're all, yeah, they're, they're just walking. No,
0: no problem. Got Janarian Grant in that group, of course, Darwin Adams, as you mentioned, I'm looking for Drew Walatarski. Has he got a guitar with him or not?
1: oh well, Here goes Darvin Adams. He's climbing up uh, a set of the stairs on the far side of the field. I mean, the season's over, I guess, so protocols don't matter anymore. Yeah, they're they're parting on the uh, the far side. They're not going into the stands, but in, if you've been to IG Field, there's there's staircases on each side of the stadium. We've seen Jamarcus Hardrick go up the stairs before. They're in one of the far sections where the visitor's sideline normally is.
3: Given high fives the backs.
1: as the running backs are going to come out. Now, Winston Rose is over there too in his Hellebuck jersey, dancing with the fans.
0: So, this is uh, really uh, the heart of the Winnipeg contingent coming out of the tunnel now. Brady Oliveira, Andrew Harris.
1: And they are going to hitch a ride. They're taking a truck.
0: I'm looking for Nick Demski, of course, as we mentioned, such a big part of this Winnipeg Blue Bomber offense. How often, when the Blue Bombers need a big play, does Zach Calero step back and, and look for Nick Demski? He can do it with his legs. He can do it with his hands. He's just a big part of the Winnipeg Blue Bomber offense.
1: The offensive line will be taking the stage shortly. and
0: Well, that's the intention, Christian. Yes. It doesn't really seem to be happening that way right now as there's a sort of a full-fledged party here and we could paint the radio picture for you here on 680 CGOB. If you can imagine the compare and contrast of the formality of the Olympic game opening ceremonies <laughs> right, versus I the Olympic game closing ceremonies, we the have mostly... Line closing ceremony festivities and action happening on the field right now.
3: His name is Jermarcus Hardrick.
1: Hardrick will be speaking on behalf of the offensive line here.
8: Winnipeg, what's up? Back to back. Thank you, Winnipeg. We couldn't have done it without you. Back to back. Two-time Great Cup champions. Let's go! Whoa, whoa, Bob. We appreciate you everything, baby.
1: And Hardrick has a back-to-back sweater already
0: available at your Winnipeg Blue Bomber store. Yes, it is <laughs> right now. I suspect. I-, I was expecting to hear from Pat Newfeld tonight. Newfeld was everywhere.
3: Out. I should tell you that Stanley Bryant, Jermarcus Hardrick,
1: and Pat Newton. The receivers have now made the their way, at, they're the just on foot patrol NBA. here on this side as Darvin Adams goes to the far end of where the fans are. Janarian Grant.
3: Now coming out of the south end are the specialists. That
1: would, that would as the good. running backs make their way in a truck, they've got the Grey Cup now. In the, what I believe is the north end
0: zone. That would be the north end zone. You're getting good at this compass geography yes. stuff. Thank
1: you. They've got the great Cup. Andrew Harris is having a great time.
0: Is this uh, is this Andrew Harris's swan song, Christian? Because I'll tell you, there was no hint of that in Hamilton this past week. I don't week. think
1: so. He's got gas in the tank. Still, the question is, does he want to? And
9: it's
1: it's too early to say. It's December 15th. They just won the thing, but I didn't ever got the sense this year that this was it for him.
0: You're listening to live coverage from IG Field on 680 CJOB in Winnipeg and Manitoba. And of course on CJOB.com on the World Wide Wide Web.
1: Andrew Harris coming by in the flatbed of a truck right now in front of our booth. He's got the grey cup over his head. I'm sure he'll never get tired of doing that. Holding on to that
0: trophy. Three times now a champion, Andrew Harris. Of course, Harris won in 2011 with the British Columbia Lions with the win over his hometown, Winnipeg Blue Bombers.
1: And here come the receivers to this. Well, some of the receivers to the stage. Since they were on foot, they kind of broke up. They're not one big pack. <laughs>
0: no. I think we're expecting to hear from Nick Dembski on behalf of the receivers. They
1: lost a couple along the way here, yeah, but Dembski well, it, will be speaking. It
0: is a party yes. after all, Christian. Captain Blue getting a lot of attention.
1: Well, there's a what, there's a player in the plane with him. I
0: think it's Willie Jefferson.
8: Come on, showtime, no, it's Sheed, not baby. Willie Jefferson.
0: Uh, Maybe Rashid on, Bailey. Bailey. Ah, yes, Rashid Bailey. what a Once he jumped we're down, I realized that gentleman's not nearly tall enough to be nope. Willie Jefferson. Hey,
1: similar well, get-up, I though.
8: Is, I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys for all the support. We all appreciate it. We love you. we coming back chance, baby.
1: Here's Rashid. He got the mic now. This We'll see what could he take says. Take a
8: while. Come
1: on! Oh,
8: they cut away. We've been through a pandemic. We had people die on us. We've been through struggle. We've been through pain. But it was all worth it, baby. This is why we came back, baby! Cut this motherfucker Let's go, baby! Back to back tips! Drop the Mike Dempsey style mother.
1: And Nick Dempsey goes and takes the mic from Bailey. Drink? Put
4: that
8: motherfucker, sorry,
4: put that thing in the air right now. Two. Yeah.
1: Bailey is a motivational speaker. He's a very intense, passionate man.
0: No question about it. You'll remember in 2019 when he got his first start with the Blue Bombers. Very emotional about that. It uh, was very representative of the struggle in his life to become a professional football player. He was very, very emotional. And uh, that's what he's known for. And uh, that emotion, that passion has been channeled. And uh, Bailey has now become... A very valuable member of this Winnipeg Blue Bomber offense.
1: He had the ski goggles that are a true symbol of celebrations in sports.
0: To keep the champagne
1: out of your. And he had sunglasses on as well. So I don't know if you need both, but. Well,
0: well he's got a, he's got all the bases yes. Christian.
1: Andrew Harris looking to pump up the crowd. He'll be speaking next, I believe. As the specialists have their own truck, and we've got. I believe it's Sergio Castillo dressed in full Mexican wrestling garb. He's got a mask on, there's a poncho. You've got the long snapper Mike Benson from Winnipeg. Yep. With his young child.
0: Could you have made an argument that Castillo was the player of the game for the blue bombers on Friday? On I made that Sunday argument rather? on
1: my show, yes.
0: Yes. Oh you did? Yes. I apologize, I was probably okay. sleeping when you mentioned
3: that.
1: And now the quarterbacks are coming out of the tunnel. Led by the man who was named the most outstanding player of the Grey Cup game. And he's got the Grey Cup overhead, Zach Kolaris.
0: Zach Kolaris, exactly one loss starting quarterback He's still only
1: lost one game.
0: Since 2019.
9: Now,
1: I guess technically he did start the final game of the year against Calgary that Drew Brown played most of. But... Don't eh, my belt, I don't want to really count that. Sorry, I'm Mr. Asterisk. I got to rain on your virtual, not parade, but a rally here tonight.
0: This is, this is, this is a, a literal parade here, essentially.
1: So Andrew Harris is going to open a beer with Zach Kalaris. He's going to pour it into the gray cup that's currently in the flatbed of a truck here with uh, the quarterbacks. And. Kolaris is going to tip it up and he is going to drink out of the Grey Cup much of the delight of the crowd here tonight
8: how sweet this must
1: be for Zach Kolaris whose career was kind of on life support in Toronto in 2019 he was traded out of Saskatchewan after another injury injury problems were a big thing for him and when he was traded here to Winnipeg in 2019, it seemed just like a flyer. Because Tricker was going to be the quarterback.
0: But but of course, Strebler's injuries were such, and the Blue Bombers knew it, not the rest of us did. Strevler's injuries were such that really he shouldn't have been playing
8: football.
1: And now Harris is drinking stretch. out of the Grey Cup too, and beer flows down his facial hair, his goatee.
8: And they don't have no award for that.
1: When you're drink I-, I imagine drinking out of the Great Cup is somewhat impractical, but if you're in the mode of drinking out of the Great Cup, that means you won the Great Cup, which means who cares what kind of mess you make. You well, got the Great Cup in your hands. I
0: can tell you that I've drank a beer out of the Stanley Cup. Oh. How'd you finagle that? It's a long story. Okay. And I won't I won't bore you with okay. it. But it is the absolute best tasting beverage you will ever consume in your lifetime.
1: And I'm sure it tastes even better if you put put in all the blood, sweat, and tears well, that these men did this to is get exactly to this point. This is exactly it. They want Andrew Harris to say some words. Yeah, He's they, in a truck right now drinking out of the Great
0: <laughs> Even Bob Irving, who can, uh, can control the wildest of situations, <laughs> might be in over his head right now as the Blue Bombers are are sort of in charge as they've been all season long of uh, this football field and eight others in Canada. The Blue Bombers uh, doing what Clay Young likes to do on Saturday and Sunday morning on 680 CJOB is... Break format. He's breaking format, led by Andrew Harris, Zach Caleros. Yeah. Sean McGuire, how many touchdowns did Sean McGuire have this season? Six.
1: Was it six or seven?
0: Oh, I thought, I thought maybe he got into double digits. I'm going to have to double check that. Well, I'm looking it up right now. Every time, every time you turned around, Sean McGuire was throwing a touchdown short yardage for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. McGuire very good on those short yardage oh, situations. Yes.
1: And the one or two times you didn't get it you're just stunned because it's it's it same with strevler in 2019 and part of this is the offensive line
0: oh big where it feels of it.
1: automatic that no they question. can surge a yard right and bob bob is alone on the stage right now yeah
0: he's, uh, he's, uh, he's waiting
1: for andrew face. harris as the truck <laughs> seems to be going a little faster for the running backs right now
0: well why don't we do this uh i know management would like it if we paid a bill or two so why don't we take a pause We're live from IG Field. We're covering the Grey Cup celebration. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers bringing the Grey Cup home for the second time in two Canadian Football League seasons. Their first back-to-back championship since 1961 and 1962. You're listening to 680 CGOB, home of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Greg Macklin, Christian O'Mell live. At IG Field, home of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the two-time defending Grey Cup champions now, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Is that the GOAT, Mike Miller, up on stage with the Grey Cup? That's
1: Zach that Claris right now with the Grey Cup. Is it The rain starts to pick up a bit here at IG Field. The quarterback of the Blue Bombers gives Bob Irving a hug, and he'll speak now to the crowd.
7: Thank you,
6: everybody. Can you
5: hear me? Yeah.
7: How about that? Back-to-back, baby! I just wanted to thank you guys. Uh, What a celebration we put on for everybody tonight. Couldn't do the parade for reasons, but you guys showed up tonight. Frigid weather, snowing. Wouldn't have any other way here in Winnipeg, man. We love you guys. Thank you for being the best fans in the damn league, in the country. We
8: love you. Let's keep the party going.
1: And now he hands over the mic to Andrew Harris.
8: Winnipeg, make some noise.
4: Oh! Just
8: want to say thank you guys all year. It's been amazing. You guys showed up every night and made this place a hard place to come play to.
5: We felt you guys in Hamilton. In OT, we felt you guys in
8: Hamilton. I love you guys. I just got one question. Do you got my back? You got my back?
5: You got my back? Empty the clip then. <laughs> Win on three. One,
7: two, three. What? I ain't got
8: nothing to say. Hey, I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say. I That's K. Waller. Up. Thank y'all, everyone. Hey, be safe tonight.
3: Ladies Good and message gentlemen, for all. 2021 back-to-back Great Cup champs. Let's cheer for them.
0: Is that is that Bob declaring the uh, speech is Thanks over? Thanks
3: everybody for coming. There's I think gonna so. Be a fireworks display. Safe drive home, everybody.
1: A fireworks display coming up as well it does look like the rain's coming down a little Or, what is it if it's minus two it's not really rain it's kind of a, a misty, snowy mist a wet snow
0: yes and so which means there could be some issues on the drive home could get some freezing rain here in the forecast today well i hope you've enjoyed our coverage of this unique event to celebrate the champions of the canadian football league And a very fitting closing tribute, musically. Yes, it's
1: the only choice, Greg. If you win the championship, you have to blare this on a loop. Definitely did it for the one championship I ever won in my novice hockey league in Terra, Ontario. (laughs) And you do it when you're a pro. Queen just soaking up those royalties. And the players are still at midfield. They're mingling. They're celebrating. Some of them have some drinks we can hear the fireworks we can't see them from a broadcast booth but everyone's watching them above the screen in the north side of the stadium
0: well christian it was a pleasure to uh do our best to describe what we were seeing here tonight
1: yes i hope we captured it well for all of you at home in your cars wherever you are listening tonight appreciate anytime you join us here on
0: CJOB. We know that there are thousands of you listening tonight, not only in Winnipeg, across Manitoba, across Canada, and around the world. Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans everywhere. As we know, Winnipeg is everywhere. We've heard and seen and read your text messages, your phone calls over the years on the coaches show, on the sports show, on the morning show, on the start. We hear from you, we recognize you, and this is for you, and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers to a person, to a man, have acknowledged the connection with this community. This isn't just about them, Christian. This is about every one of us and for everyone who celebrates tonight and over the next several weeks and well into next season, this is one of those things that brings us together as a community.
1: Victory is the best medicine when it comes to sports and for this team that waited so long to reach the top of the mountain they've decided you know what we like the view up here let's stay here a little bit longer and for 2021 they do it and we heard from Kyle Walters they're going to do everything in their power to run it back for 2022 there are lots of questions to be answered before then like retirement like the salary cap the pandemic COVID is still very much In charge, and we'll get to that on the CJOE Sports Show coming up in just a little bit. But what a night here from IG Field. For those that came out, the thousands of fans who made the trip to sit in the mild mist, wet snow, we only got one swear word, I believe. So we did better than 2019. Good thing we were in a delay, though. And again, for those that made it out, this is part of the fan experience where this is the same as people going to Portage and Maine on sunday night where i went to it's it's all part of the fan experience that connection with other people connection with the players the community like you said is such a big part of this that maybe wasn't as much in 2021 because of the pandemic but the crowds were still fairly full through the year everyone fully vaccinated what a crowd at the west final as well to take in that game and hopefully if they do win it again you know about 11 months time greg 11 and a half months or so, we can have a a parade like we had in 2019, which means that we're through the worst of this global pandemic that's still in great control of uh, our lives.
0: Well, if we want to look ahead to next year, Grey Cup in Regina, Saskatchewan.
1: How sweet would it be to win one there? Well, let
0: me remind you before we go and, and I step aside and you finish your sports show tonight. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers won the very first regular season game at Mosaic Stadium.
8: They did
1: do
0: that. They won the very first playoff game at Mosaic Stadium. Winnipeg has won the only NHL game at Mosaic Stadium. Also true. And so the goal will be to become the first team to claim a Grey Cup championship in what is the second most beautiful (laughs) stadium in the Canadian Football League in Regina. You can let the debate begin on that oh, one we know
1: which side you're on greg
0: it's been an absolute pleasure once again to be with you christian we're going to take a pause we will let's get some of those bills away.
1: paid we have what two commercial breaks in 95 minutes yeah
0: probably not exactly uh what uh <laughs> anyone was expecting but let's do that and then uh, christian will finish up with the CJB sports show live from ig field thank you for joining us for our coverage tonight The Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers are home. They're celebrating. You've been a part of it. Thank you for spending some time with us on 680 CJOB.